From years of anxiety to warrior and mentor, Bradley Robinson created the Anxiety Project to help you end your anxiety naturally. Let's mold the new you and let's end anxiety together. Hey everyone, welcome to the Anxiety Project podcast number 39. I am your host, Brad Robinson, here with you. This one is on foods to avoid and foods to add in your diet for anxiety recovery. Now, this one's going to be very personal. Um, Well, all of the podcasts are very personal, but this one I'm going to really talk about my experience with foods that have led me to anxiety, but also foods that have benefited me and the meals that I currently eat that benefit me cognitively. So in this podcast, I'm really going to dive deep into the foods that really affected me because I was very sensitized to certain foods and drinks and stuff like that. And I, I found a diet that really spoke to me and it took me a long time. And this was another piece to the puzzle that is anxiety recovery. This is just another piece of it. And gut health and, the, and your, your, your gut brain, so to speak, that is so powerful. It affects you. It affects your mood. It affects how you operate. It affects, you know, are you, are you going to function to the to the best of your ability? Are you going to have a lot of energy or is it going to make you, is it going to make your insulin spike and you're going to crash? So I'm going to dive into the, 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 the do's and don'ts when it comes to foods and beverages. Now, I... I started my diet way after, well, I would say late anxiety recovery. The I was just, in my anxiety recovery, I was doing a lot of CBT, cognitive behavioral therapy, such as the elastic band technique. Uh, that was really uh, a powerful technique, but it wasn't just that. It was listening to anxiety podcasts. I was reading books. I was figuring out, you know, how can I change myself from being so sensitized to being a complete, clear-headed, confident individual. So it was a long process, but when I did get to the foods to add and avoid, I, I, it opened my eyes so completely because I was eating the wrong foods. I was drinking coffee too much. And I'm going to talk about coffee uh, first. Coffee, for me, is like my go-to. Like, I love the taste of coffee. And I used to drink it uh, a couple times a day. And... I could feel the effects of coffee when I decided to stop drinking it. So not only did I get like withdrawal from coffee, I was I was getting headaches. 
But it, it was also, I noticed that once I finally weaned myself off of coffee, I actually started to get more energy in, in, in a way. I was, I was not dependent on caffeine. I actually, I was more, my mood was more stabilized. I, I slept better. And then I was, I was on and off coffee for a long time. Like even, even after I decided to stop drinking coffee, I actually drank a a cup now and then of coffee. And then once I started to get back into coffee after quitting it for so long, I could really feel the effects of it. And this is what was interesting to me because this was sort of like an experiment. Let's like I was like curious to see how it would affect me and if I was to withdraw from it, even if even though I would have it maybe once every couple days, I, I just wanted to see how I would react because I really like the taste of coffee. So I would buy a cup of coffee um, and then I would feel extremely stimulated after it. Like I could even feel my heart beating faster. So I realized, you know, after after weeks of this, you know, on and off coffee and months of it, I was on and off of it because I I there was this part of me that just like craved for it. But once I stopped drinking it again, I realized that you know what? I really don't want to drink coffee. And currently, I've been off coffee for a long time. I don't know how long. But I still drink decaf. And decaf does have a little bit of caffeine. But compared to the regular coffee, it's, it's, there's no comparison, right? And I really could feel the effects of that caffeine, of the, the coffee, when I was doing it on and off again. And I was like, you know what? It, it really hits me. Like I can really feel um, myself like even though I was so much better uh, like controlling my anxiety, I was I was at this point, I was through my anxiety recovery, still growing as an individual because you know, you never stop growing. but I was in control of my anxiety. I didn't I didn't have any panic. I didn't have any. Uh, crazy anxiety spurts, but I could just feel the tension in my body rise. And I, 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 and I thought to myself, you know what, I'm probably just really sensitized to caffeine. You know, it is a drug after all. And I was thinking, you know what, I, my body just functions better without coffee. So I just completely got rid of coffee and I stick to like I stick to black tea. I stick to green tea. I like my teas mostly, um, but uh, right now, you know, the the caffeine level in coffee is just way through the roof, and it's just I I at this moment I am so glad to been away from 
the highly caffeinated coffee and sticking to the decaf. And lessening that caffeine level was a huge plus in my life. Absolutely massive. So um, other foods that I I was indulging a lot, uh, especially when I was suffering through anxiety, uh, was a lot of breads and pastas, you know, pizzas and 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 uh, linguine and all my favorite dishes like spaghetti and and bread with peanut butter and toast. You know, I just loved bread, so. I stumbled upon um, books. Uh, one book w- is called The Grain Brain. And I'm just going off the top of my head here because uh, I read this. Oh, I read some of it um, a while ago. So I'm just going to try and vaguely remember. Uh, and it's, it's by a doctor who he used to treat his patients with um, like a, an all-balanced diet, but then later in his independent career, I think he left being a doctor. He he started his own practice, and he was treating. He wasn't treating his patients, but he was actually informing them not to eat any carbs because the benefits of not eating carbs showed huge positive effects on people suffering from dementia or uh, Alzheimer's or, or, or diabetes, whatever it was in, and, and what, what really, what really fascinated me was the cognitive benefits. And this is why I was uh, so intrigued of a low carb diet was the cognitive benefits from all of these different sources, these doctors saying, you know, it just helps your brain function uh, more better. The, the brain fog decreases and, you know, you can wake up not feeling too lethargic. Because at, the, at this time when I was starting to read these books and, and look into low-carb low diets, I was eating pasta to the point where after I would eat it, I would be like, oh my God, I'm so tired. What is going on? And like, you know, there has to be something in the food. You know, it's like, uh, I knew it was the, the diet I was eating. I knew it was the foods I was eating, but I didn't know anything about diet. So I started to do lots of research on the ketogenic diet, the low-carb diet. So I just thought to myself, you know what? What if I just cut my carbs down completely in half? Because I, I was eating toast for breakfast. I was eating rice. I was eating um, sugary snacks. And I was snacking on things like granola bars. I was not aware of the nutritional content in these things I was snacking on. So when I was doing research, it made me open my eyes to, you know what, there's ingredients in these foods that are, that's causing me to feel low in energy, lethargic, um, you know, tired in the morning. So I it really just, oh, the, this information opened my eyes and Jordan Peterson on uh, Joe Rogan's podcast, he opened up about his diet, about the carnivore diet. 
and he was talking about the effects it had on him, the positive effects. He it changed his life. It got rid of all of his diseases. He had gum disease. That it, the the diet got, completely got rid of it. He had he had gum disease for thirty years, and the diet completely got rid of it. And so everything improved. His immune system improved. Everything. So after listening to that, I'm like, you know what? There's something in carbs here. I'm eating too much carbs. I have to limit my myself. So this is where another chapter in my life started. Was you know I started to to experiment with you know with my meals. I was like, you know what? I'm going to reduce carbs, and I'm going to start adding new foods and more more good foods. So I realized, you know, in the morning instead of toast and 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 eggs and stuff, um, well, minus the toast, I, I I still have eggs every day, but um, I was like, you know what, I gotta rethink my my meals. So the 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 meals and the things I added that improved me cognitively it were more eggs, more protein in the morning. And now I just stick to like a strict protein breakfast. And just having a protein breakfast absolutely made me feel amazing. I, I, I'll make eggs. Um, I usually have three eggs. Sometimes I'll scramble it with uh, spinach or sometimes I'll fry them. Um, I'll have turkey bacon, avocado. Um, sometimes I have uh, spoonfuls of almond butter. Um, absolutely delicious. Um, I'll take some supplements. I'll take uh, fish oil, and I'll take vitamin D. I'll take uh, vitamin C. So this dramatically, just this breakfast new, this new breakfast plan dramatically changed my cognitive uh, pro- processing. Like I was. I was like, I had more energy. I, I I felt better. I felt like I could take on the day better. I didn't feel tired. I didn't feel sluggish because sluggish was something I was just dreading all the time in the past. I was always sluggish. So this new breakfast just re, re- changed everything. And I'm like, I, at first I was very skeptical about it. I mean, like eggs every day, isn't that high in cholesterol? And, you know, isn't that, you know, bad for you? And, and like I started incorporating healthy fats and, and the healthy fats and the eggs and the, the, the turkey bacon, things like these improved my, not only my immune health, but my cognitive ability. Um, and then I did research. I'm like, is, is eggs every day bad for you? And it turns out eggs every day is perfectly healthy. It's perfectly healthy because eggs are actually classified as a near perfect food. So I did my research and I found out, yeah, you know what? What I'm eating is actually really healthy. And I actually feel extremely healthy. 
I feel good. I feel like I can take on my day. I feel like I, I don't, I'm not slugging myself. I'm not pushing myself out the door. I feel like I got my energy in. I got my eggs in me and in, in my protein. I'm ready to go. So it was such a shift from cereal. I used to eat cereal in the morning um, and then get some coffee with sugar and like um, cream. But now it's like I switched to tea, um, drinking a lot of green tea in the morning. I like my black tea, Earl Grey. I like my orange Pico. Great teas. And I have my protein breakfast and it just improved my life dramatically. Absolutely dramatically. I, I, I couldn't stress this enough. Um, uh, and after the, after sorting out what I was eating for breakfast, I started to eat a lot more greens and, and chicken. So I eat a lot of protein. Like I eat, um, uh, chicken breast and salad for lunch or, or I'll, I'll make salmon and like vegetables, um, so I, I reduced my carbs, added a lot of like greens, added a lot of fish and, and chicken, um, some, some red meat as well. I love my red meat. So, um, I'm, I'm doing a, a high protein, low carb diet. Um, I did the ketogenic diet for six, uh, six and a half months to seven months, I would say. Um, so the ketogenic diet was a, a huge, um, a huge part in my life. It was a very, uh, very strict diet. I was off of sugar. Um, I had tiny bits, of, tiny bits of sugar, hardly, hardly any. Um, the only sugar I would really have is in dark chocolate, 90% dark chocolate, so that's the only sugar would be in, in, in that chocolate. But other than that, uh, I reduce sugar. And, and avoiding sugar is so, so crucial for anxiety recovery because I believe that, you know, when you consume a lot of sugar, you crash. And not only that is that your mood fluctuates throughout the day. So switching to this diet, this ketogenic diet, I realized that, you know, my mood is actually stable throughout the whole day. I don't crash. I don't crash and burn. I, I, I don't. And it's, and it's that crash and burn where you need to add more sugar to lift you back up. And I, I, I realized, you know what? My mood is just constantly stabilized. My head is clear. I'm not foggy. I don't. I don't feel tired at any point. And if I do, it's probably and is a lack of sleep. So, I my everything just changed for me switching to this low carb diet. And you don't have to go to the extremes like I did with the ketogenic diet. Um, I just went there because I really wanted to challenge myself to a strict diet because I was willing to, to, um, experiment, uh, to that length. And it, I really enjoyed the diet. Uh, but right now I'm not on the ketogenic diet. I switched over to more of a high protein 
and and low carb diet. So I'm still on a low carb diet, but not uh, a lot of uh, healthy fats, more more protein and stuff like that right now. So I eat a lot of chicken breast, salad, uh, fish, uh, red meats, um, and I love it. I love the way I feel. I feel good. I sleep better. I, I noticed my dreams became more vivid uh, when I started to implement a keto diet. And on the keto diet, I had way more energy. I was sleeping a little bit less because I just I was just go go go. I all this energy. I was able to do my meditations uh, deeper and more. I was more relaxed doing the meditations, and. Uh, and I was I was so sharp in my speech, you know. I'm st- I still am, but even on a low carb diet. But on the keto diet, it's the 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 healthy fats is like jet fuel, and because your body's running on fats on on healthy fats, and when your body runs on healthy fats, you're it's just like a jet fuel. You feel like you can just go go go. And I felt that that on the ketogenic diet, I felt mentally clear uh, and sharp. And I still do, even though I'm not on the keto diet. I still, I, I, I cannot recommend enough the, the low-carb diet. So noticing the carbs that you're, you're intaking. Are you intaking more than 200 grams a day? That's a lot. On average, people consume... 300 grams of carbs a day on average. So just if you want to just if you want to, if you want to just cut sugar from your diet, that's absolutely massive. I would say that's the first thing you should do. Cut sugar from your diet. And then cut bread from your diet after that. Cut cut bread completely out. Um, you'll see the benefits. Um, at first, I was very cranky because you know I wanted you know a donut, you know I wanted I wanted a piece of bread and I wanted some cake and I was just feeling it. I was feeling the carb cravings and but after you get through that, you know you just eat some more meat or you eat some more a salad and you know you get through that stage, you'll you'll see the benefits you'll see the benefits of sleeping better the the you'll get more energy and you'll find that you know that the carbohydrates really do have a strong impact on cognitive health and i certainly felt way different after that you know this diet uh the low carb diet is just another piece of the puzzle and you know incorporating the new foods incorporating healthy foods and subtracting old old foods like sugar and bread and other other carbs you know some carbs are really good i still eat carbs a day i still eat carbs every day but i limit my carbs i i don't overdo it i i i recognize you know what i'm i'm eating this amount of carbs that's good but then the rest, I'm going to eat fish and eggs and all of those things. that And it, they benefit me absolutely to, to the max. I cannot recommend it enough. 
and I recommend you who's looking for, you know, more cognitive um, clarity to limit your carbs and add more healthy oils, fish oils, coconut oils, um, avocado oil, and avocados uh, themselves. Absolutely huge. And just, just, just changing, even just changing your breakfast has huge benefits. But limiting your carbs, you'll see a dramatic change in your lifestyle. And that's today's podcast, everybody. I hope you enjoyed this podcast. Um, I really like this podcast because um, I love diet. I love I love the low carb diet. I cannot recommend it enough. I tell everybody that I encounter. I probably annoy people to the max when I talk about it because I can just go on and on about how great the low carb diet really is. And I really do think people are carbohydrate poisoning themselves because carbs really do have a great impact on cognitive health. Thank you, everybody. Do not let anxiety define who you are. I will see you on the next podcast episode. Bye-bye. For more podcast episodes, for more video content, and one-on-one coaching with me via Skype, visit www.unpluganxiety.com for everything you need to know about ending anxiety naturally. I love you all. Have a great day. Bye-bye.